All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And what a weekend we have in front of us. We got NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, and we have the Royal Rumble. I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Royal Rumble's always my favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, one of my favorite, not only pay-per-views, but matches. And it's awesome because it's like it's like the kickoff 2018. Oh yeah, it's it, it's just the beginning of the new year. It's just like all the stories that will, are going to collide and mm-hmm. just go into one big, and then it leads to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. This weekend is the road to WrestleMania, so super excited to show. Uh, we're going to do our predictions and everything because like it, it feels weird because like I don't think we've done a prediction match in a bit because I don't remember doing one in, like December and shit. I, we had, we did one, but I don't think we've done. I think the last one we did was Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems like a bit. It seems like a bit. It feels like a while. It does feel know? like a while. So, but yeah, no, exciting show. We got we're talking about the matches from both uh, both shows. Uh, I'm really super excited about the NXT card, especially with them kind of going extreme, being in Philadelphia with that whole like you know Ooh. ECW feel. Um. Really excited about the Royal Rumble because they are making history with the first ever full women's Royal Rumble match. It's about time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a few thoughts that I think would make it better. So, <laughs> but actually, it's like. Bro, and Panties Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> they just did this announce to the Divas Royal Rumble <laughs> just to get back. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but before we get into that, uh, this past Monday was the 25th anniversary of Raw, and it, it sucked. Was, See, I didn't even watch it after it, after everybody's reviews of it. Yeah, really, there's no point. It's, it was hot garbage. Like, the entire thing. Both arenas, the entire show, all hot garbage. Um, we had talked about before how they did the one WrestleMania from two different venues, and that failed miserably. Yes. So well, why would you try it again? Why not just do one week at the Barclays Center, and then the next week at wherever the fuck else they had it at? Because, you know, Vince McMahon wants to make money. I think that's the only reason they did the two uh, venues. It's like, they want to have the original venue, but they know it doesn't hold enough people. So, it, it just, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me. What, if they wanted to, like, really make the um, Barclays Center, the Barclays, no, the Manhattan Center was the original, right? I thought it was Barclays. It don't matter. I'm, I'm tired. No, it doesn't matter. No, I'm, I'm fucking half asleep here. Anyways, so this is the show you're getting, folks. Um, <laughs> if they really wanted to use the original venue as part of the 25th anniversary, they should have made that like an all NXT episode. Oh, that would have been cool. I thought that would have been nice. But instead, they got 205 Live the whole time, except for a couple matches here and there. I think like maybe two matches, which you saw the Woken Man Hardy take on Bray Wyatt, which you saw Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt win. But that match was kind of a stinker. Really? It was. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. It kind of killed me on the Woken Matt Hardy thing. Man. Yeah, it was kind of. It was kind of sad. It, it's that. Yeah. The giant turd of a match. Won't lie. I'll be upfront and honest. I'll be. I'm, I mean, it's all we ever are. Yeah. Sorry, Bray. Match sucked. The um, fuck. Yeah, the finish just kind of seemed like it was sloppy. Was garbage. Um. The. The revival taking on the. Balor Club, I guess they're calling themselves now. I guess that's really going to be a thing. <laughs> we all know how much you love that. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the idea of them being together, but Balor Club just seems dumb. Like they just call themselves the club. 
I'm I mean, okay with that. You you would think that like these two guys who were probably in the ring a lot longer yeah. than Finn Balor, and now they're gonna follow Finn Balor. Yeah, I I think it's I think that's goofy, but you know I mean it, you know what what whatever they feel is gonna work I guess. Um, but I mean, I like the idea of them three being together. I would love it more if uh, they were on the same show with AJ and AJ got part of it. But knowing WWE and what they like to do, that if they run with this Balor Club idea, somebody who's not a original Bal- uh, Bullet Club member is eventually going to join this club. They did the same thing with Booker T with NWO. Right. They did the same thing with uh, Jim D'Ambo and Nyhart for DX. You know, it's just... It was a goofy shit, whether it runs through or not. But either way, it no, the matches weren't that great. Um, Jerry the King Lawler had so much fun at the uh, 25th anniversary show that he fell asleep. I, I saw the pictures, him and Jim Ross. Yep, everyone was chanting uh, refund. I heard uh, that that video was viral. Wow. Um, I heard the, I heard the, uh, vid- uh, the matches did not live up to the cost of them tickets. I mean... I've heard nothing but bad. Like I, my my cable was out, so I couldn't record it, and my buddy recorded it for me. So when I go over there, maybe today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. I can watch it. But now I don't even want to watch it. Yeah, no. it it just it wasn't it wasn't good. I mean, the Miz did win his uh, IC title back, which I mean that was probably like one of the highlights of the show. You undertake uh undertake God, I can't talk. I, I, Maybe you should have finished your coffee before we started the that show. That coffee is too hot to drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker uh, did make his like first uh, return or first appearance in WWE since his WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns last year. So it was uh, it was good to see him again. Wasn't a big fan of like <clears throat> his um, his cloak. I was kind of hoping. Well, a lot of things I was hoping for in the twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Because they're trying to do a lot of old school meets new school stuff. I would have loved if Vince actually went out and was part of the commentating again. Oh, that'd have been cool. Right? Like yeah. he actually went back out and was you know part of the commentating with, with, team. With the yellow jacket. Yeah, you know, something that because it gave it gave back that old school original raw idea. And when the Undertaker came out, he came out with his old Undertaker look, like, you know, that big ass blue goofy tie, you know, um trench coat, you know, the old hat and everything. I thought that would be pretty cool. Um, the segment between Lesnar, uh, Braun, and Kane, like it was, it was very lackluster for me. I mean, all it was was them all coming out, Kane getting F five, and then Brock being put through a table, and that was about it. <laughs> there was really no excitement. I feel like I've watched the show now. Yeah, Stone Cold came out. You know, the first segment of the show, Vince comes out. Uh, Stephanie and Shane award him with a plaque from a GoFundMe. They purchased it through a GoFundMe they started. Which, if you're the McMahons, you really don't need a GoFundMe to afford to buy a plaque. So that was kind of dumb. Austin came out. He gave uh, Shane two stunners and Vince one. Didn't talk whatsoever and just drank beer, which typically Stone Cold doesn't have to say anything. You come out, you stun a McMahon, and you walk out. But it was just, it was just so, it was boring. It was just so fucking boring. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, that's terrible. I was expecting like, yeah. I mean, attitude error versus the new, the yeah, new error, something, something, something new. Like yeah, that, you know. Yeah, Razor Ramon came back, which was pretty cool. How did he look? 
<clears throat> he looked about the same as like his Hall of Fame induction. I mean, he looks good. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he like, you know, fell back into his like old ways, but he looked pretty cool. I didn't like the fact that he was wearing like the Scott Hall like suit jacket with like the red like you know blood yeah. looking drip paint. Wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, I was kind of hoping for more of like a razor, like kind of look like you know the big chains and shit like that. You know, maybe saying a Chico here or there. Ayo. Yeah, you know something, but they didn't. They didn't have that. It just I. I saw I the know. New Age Outlaws were there. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're there. I mean, I knew Billy Gunn was fired for a while because they had found steroids. Yeah, steroids. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, if they really commit to that whole policy and everything, uh, Roman, you know, he's through those allegations right now where uh, a steroid dealer got arrested, and he says he has proof that he sells a. Uh, uh, Roman Reigns. And quite a few other Hollywood stars also. Yeah. Including so, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, so probably not a good week for him. Not a good week for Enzo either. No, poor. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say poor Enzo, but. Oh, he's a rapist. So. Yeah. Alleged. Alleged rapist. Alleged. I don't, I don't, I don't know because I wasn't there. But yeah, uh, Enzo lost, uh, lost his job. Uh, did he decide to let him go? Uh, Rick, and the same week, Rick Swan gets cleared. And all right. And he's back. I'm sure he'll be back from suspension. Um, You know, I'm waiting for a conspiracy video to come out where they say that the only reason Enzo was accused of rape was to get get all the heat off of Rick Swan to get him to come back. Conspiracies starting right now. Because I bet as soon as uh, the Enzo accusations came out, no one gave a fuck about what Rick Swan did. Yeah, I, I forgot all about Rick exactly, Swan. Exactly, right? <laughs> that was the plan, you know, oh, sleight of man, hand and oh, magicians man. and shit. But, no, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we'll see. I, I haven't read, read too much into the Rick Swan thing, if uh, he's going to bring him back uh, anytime soon or anything. But as it looks right now, Enzo's going through his accusations. A lot of people say that it... All it is is accusations, just wrong place, wrong time stuff. And I, from what I hear is the girl that accused him has, uh, you know, accused someone else of rape. Almost basically the same exact scenario or something right. like that. So um, we'll see what happens. I mean, with uh, with what's happening in Hollywood, with all the, um, you know, you know, the other guys. Oh, yeah, and all, of, the, all yeah. the sexual abuse. Or, yeah, this, uh, I mean, this, I guess. Sexual harassment. Yeah, I definitely see why WWE uh, took the actions he they did now because of, you know, how how big that, you know, situation's grown in Hollywood. So, I mean, we'll see what, what happens for Enzo. I mean, either he's going to, you know, follow Sexy Star and not be, uh, you know, bookable ever again or. I just I don't think even if he's clear I don't see WWE really hiring him back. I, I see him going to Impact then, and which I don't think he'll be able to keep up with the X Division at all. No, no, I, I see him more of a Ring of Honor guy. Well, he'll even have more of a hard time keeping up with those guys. I think he'd wrestle like the older Ring of Honor guy, like like Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal's still on top of his game. Okay, I I just assumed he was old. Well, he is old, but he's still... Does he still move? Huh? Does he still, like, move and shit? Yeah, Yeah, in the ring? I don't know. I haven't haven't seen a Jay Lethal match in... He was was champion, I think, last year for a while. Yeah, I know he he was definitely champion, but, I mean, fucking so is David Arquette, so... Yeah. I mean, that that don't really... I I try to to remove that. Vince McMahon was champ. Jinder Mahal was champ. 
You know, I mean, yeah, Jinder Mahal's. I mean, I mean, that's not. I mean, that's, that's better than David Arquette. Let, let's not. Let's not base. This is the second week in a row you brought up David Arquette. I know. Arquette. Well, I'm just saying that you don't base his wrestling, you know, experience and career, and you know, his his ability to wrestle based on holding a championship. I mean, Vince Russo is champion too. Chan- so. uh, fucking China was IC t- uh, champion. So I mean, let's. Uh, well, that's legitimate. Let's let's pump the brakes there. That's like, legitimate. Oh, he's so great because he was a champion. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah. Way to dick this up, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. I'm not saying Jay Lethal is horrible. I'm just saying you can't base how he can wrestle on the tone. True. The title. I'll give you that. You I'll know? give you that. I mean, fuck. Bully Ray was heavyweight champion of TNA, you know? I thought that was a long time coming. Uh, it definitely was a long time. It happened, so. <laughs> Too bad he had to have the force of those snakes behind him to get there. I wish that storyline worked out. I love that storyline. I did it. You know what? To me, is always they rushed into unmasking everybody. Yeah, they they tried to. It looked like they put almost like a year's worth of like storyline. They tried to cram in like three months, right? And I that's the part I did not like like about it because I mean you had this whole like mystery thing going, and then you just ruined it by just like oh this guy's getting unmasked this week. Here's two more this week. You know here's this and here's that. And all of a sudden, Devon's in like you know if you know when are your fired match? And all of a sudden now he's gone and. It's like, what the fuck are they doing to these people? It, but, I don't know. We don't got time for that. No. We, got a, we got a lot of matches to go over. We got a lot of talking to go over. Um, We'll hit a, we'll, we'll hit a NXT TakeOver before we hit the, the Royal Rumble. Okay. So um, Start with the minor league. So, so I, don't even, I don't know what. I, I kind of don't even consider them the minor league anymore. Uh, <clears throat> in, in a sense of uh, the... Uh, shows they put on, I definitely don't see them as minor league. No. But with the technical uh, developmental that they are considered. Right. So, I mean, I can still see that. I can still see the minor league as being like a a good uh, um, example or whatever it's fucking called. They'd be like the top of the minor league. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely above like a ring of honor kind of yeah. minor league. Definitely. Like, um, anyways. So uh, we'll kind of just dive into the matches real quick here. Uh, we got uh, Cassius Ono taking on the Velveteen Dream. Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. I, I like Ono. <laughs> I do. I, I like, big dude. I like both these guys. I'm not a big fan of the name Velveteen Dream. It's just, it seems like, a, it kind of reminds you of that uh, goofy-ass rabbit. From the stories when you were a kid, like the Velveteen Rabbit. No, is, it, is, it, is it called the Velveteen Rabbit? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's Velveteen Rabbit. Geo, <laughs> not wrestling related, but you'll know. <laughs> Look up the Velveteen Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the, the awesome thing about TNA is like, okay, so when you look at NXT, yeah, um, even though like. Our pay-per-view guesses, like, we're hardly ever, like, bright on what we decide. Yeah. It's kind of obvious on who should win that match. Right. When you look at NXT, like, they have such an abundance of talent down there. Like, anyone can win any match at any time. I mean, from what I've watched of NXT, that's really what happens. And it'd be some of the guys I've, I rarely hear of mm-hmm. get a win over the guy I always hear about. Yeah. I'm like, what the shit? But um, from the way everything looks and from what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, 
Like this will this should be maybe the last takeover. Well, this definitely will be the last takeover for WrestleMania. Right. But this may be the last takeover before like Ricochet and War Machine and uh LaRay show up. Because uh they should be coming soon. Even EC three. Maybe James Storm. Yeah. God, I'm excited for James Storm. Anyways, um, I guess we kind of do this like we do with the Royal Rumble. So if you had to choose between Cassio Ono and the Velveteen Dream, who would you pick? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ono, because isn't his finisher like the Ono at KO? I just like the name of his finisher. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, the Ono KO. It probably is. I'm I'm trying to think like because like I. I'm trying to remember the last match he was in that I saw because, like, I, I mean, like, I watch NXT TakeOver every time it comes on, but, like, I don't watch a whole lot of, like, Wednesday night NXT. You know, I mean, I, I pretty much power watch. When I watch NXT and I got time, I will mm-hmm. power watch or binge watch, I guess is what you call it now. Oh, we'll call it power watch. Well, I, let's, I like, let's, I like let's call, power watch. Yeah, let's call it power watch. I power watch it and then... And power watch it. You know, I, I, I skip. There's a lot of promo in NXT. Which I wish there was less of. I'm glad that they do that. It helps them. It helps learn them for you know coming into the business. No, see the the thing I hate the most is showing me shit that happened earlier in the episode. Okay, if you're watching it on the network, oh, like chances re- like replays and shit. Yeah, chances are you've been watching it since the beginning of the show, and that's what pisses me off about Raw and SmackDown too. Because most people, I'm assuming that when you watch Raw or SmackDown, you're gonna watch it from the beginning to the end. I, I get why they do it for Raw and SmackDown because Raw and SmackDown are two hours and three hours long. NXT, I think, is still only an hour. Great. So if you can't remember shit with within an hour, either you either smoke too much or you're fucking drunk. Because I mean, like, if you can't remember something happened within sixty minutes, it it it, it kills it. Yeah. Like you get this vibe of it matching. Mm-hmm. But no, I I like the promo idea because I mean a lot of these guys are bringing to NXT now. I mean, they're not, they're not, you know, newbies who are being trained at NXT now. They're, they are veterans from New Japan and TNA and Ring of Honor and, you know, who spend like almost a decade in the Indies. I mean, they're guys who know how to wrestle now. Right. But they never had that platform like WWE to work on promos. I can see why they do the promo thing. And I would just like to see this. <laughs> I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Velveteen Dream, though. Uh, after seeing him with uh, Alistair Black, I kind of see him as being, you know, kind of a, kind of a next major event uh, victory kind of kind of guy. Cool, cool, cool. Go. I'm gonna go with uh, venereal disease over here. Venereal disease. Yeah, hey, I put VD. So. <laughs> VD. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the dream's gonna appreciate that because you yeah. know he listens. Yeah. Well, there's only one dream, and that's the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember his uh, entrance. It, it sounded like a sad train. <laughs> well, he's dead, so it is sad. Uh, R.I.P. Dusty Rhodes. All right, the undisputed era: Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, who are your current NXT champions. They are taking on the Authors of Pain Ooh. with Paul Ellering. Who well, I can see Paul being in uh, an inductee into the Hall of Fame this year. If they were going to like manager wise uh, inductee, well, he was a wrestler too at some point, wasn't he? 
Yeah, but they don't remember him for his wrestling. <laughs> John Laurinaitis was a wrestler at one point, too. So was David Arquette. Man, I know, right? <laughs> you, can, you can you can build up anyone at some point. You just use David Arquette as a reference. <laughs> the, the, the rage is so <laughs> real with the David Arquette thing. That that was like the height of my like love for wrestling. I know, it's like who 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 could who could want to be heavyweight championship after fucking David Arquette held it. <laughs> but anyway, so we got Desperate Era. <laughs> Take on the offense of pain. Um, the Undisputed Era is involved a lot in um, in NXT shows, especially you know with Adam Cole being part of you know the wow. the faction. Um, probably one of the one of the best factions to come out of uh, NXT alongside you know like Sanity, um, the Shield, which kind of formed in WWE, which is probably the best faction to come out of NXT. Granted, it didn't work within NXT that way, which, right? I think I think it would have been nice if they kind of started like that in NXT. I think I think that storyline could built, but at the same time, I guess you kind of realize you really didn't need to do it that way because the way they did it kind of worked. I'm just kind of like blabbering on now. So, anyways, who do you see? Uh, who, <laughs> who do you see winning uh, between the Undisputed Era and the Authors of Pain? Now we get to the Authors of Pain. Yeah, those are. I mean, those guys are just brutal. They were they they look they remind me of uh, the the two mutants at the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. They're just huge and beastly. Toka and Reza. Uh, I was I was for I don't even know why I even attempted to try to remember what that was because you got in mind you got in mind. I guess I got about ten years on here. Yeah, yeah, you do. Hey, you do, sir. <laughs> sir, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um. When I think of the authors of pain, I think of the monsters from Space Jam. Nice, right? <laughs> right, the the thicker ones, not the lanky one or the short one or the one no one cares about, but the other two. The one no one cares yeah. about. There's always one monster no one gives a shit about. Fuck that guy, right? Just like guy in the background. Um. God, people are probably thinking this is the dumbest fucking show I've ever seen right now. Like, why the fuck are they talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Monstars, and fucking David Arquette? You know why? Because we fucking can't. This is Stop JFW. This is JFW. Fuck yeah. Fucking talk about panda bears and lice all night if we wanted to. That's, that's going to be the catchphrase for JFW. It's our fucking show. <laughs> this is our time. Um, I'm gonna go with the undisputed era just on just on the fact that it should be the author of pain, like logically because of their size. But I think uh, the undisputed era kind of shows that they they have ways and they do what they can to kind of keep technical prowess. Yeah. So I I I can see I can see the undisputed era retaining their titles. Um, I think when they do end up dropping it, I think that's going to be like when they get called up to the main roster, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Well, authors of pain, I kind of see, I can see that happen before the Royal Rumble or before WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean they they've been down there for a while. They've been one of the top, you know, um, tag teams. I mean you I mean you said yourself earlier you think insanity might be brought up soon. You know, Author of Pain have been roughly around the same time as Sandy. I would love to see Authors of Pain versus The Bar. Yeah. 
Or versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Ooh. Or War Machine coming in, taking on the Authors of Pain. I think uh, I think those would be some good matches. A lot of big guys are coming into the WWE. Like a lot. Between the War Machine, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are currently there. Uh, the Insanity. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, Eric Young is not the bigger guy of that group, but, you know. It, it's kind of weird to think that Eric Young is the brains behind that operation. I, I don't I don't see it as like I don't know like I, I'm not too surprised about because I mean when you look at you know TNA he did have that oh, fuck what was that well, I mean go all like go right after Team Canada and he was just this goofy little fucker. Well, he did have that run when he was like the leader of like the United Nation or whatever the fuck that was yeah. he did, and he shaved his head in the middle of the ring like a psychopath. I, I mean, his his character really came into play in mm-hmm. TNA, and then it just he just blew me away. I thought he was going to be nothing. I really did for a minute, and then I started watching more and more. He just started developing the, and it was amazing. Then I find out he got signed to NXT, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's actually going to do shit." I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Oh god! You know, uh, people thought David Arquette was nothing. Oh Jesus. But he became world fucking, champion. Fucking fired. <laughs> You're fired. Oh no, I'm kidding. No, I I, I loved Eric Young. I love I loved when he did his goofy thing. I loved when he finally got the I don't know if it was the TNA title or the Impact title at that time, where the fuck they called it. I was really happy when he did that. I wasn't too thrilled when they made him uh, one half of the uh, TNA Knockout Tag Team Champions. Oh, with the ODB. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that because it kind of just showed that those tag team titles were like useless. Right. You know, it's, it was like the same thing when Ellsworth uh, grabbed the suitcase at the first ever Money in the Bank. I mean, doing that like really bastardized that suitcase. You know, I'm glad they redid it. They kind of like, you know, clear that history, but. I mean, when you do stuff like that, and it, it is completely different than what I mentioned earlier about China winning the IC title. I don't think that ruined the title in any way. If anything, it really boosted her. But, I mean, when you give, like, you know, a male wrestler one half of a female title, it, it to me it looks like you're saying that you need a man to hold that title and make it relevant. I don't think that really Knockout had to do that because... TNA Knockout Division had a lot of great wrestlers and like Awesome mean, Kong, Gail Kim, uh, the beautiful people. You know, I mean, they Dana, uh, not Dana Brooke, uh, Tessmacher, which, you know, she was a lot, she was mostly looks, but she did have some kind of like in ring, like, ability. I mean, Tara was over there and, and they, they, they really did have the best women's division yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mickey James was there. Right. So Maria Canales was there. I mean, they, they, I mean, a lot of them even were like old WWE wrestlers. But I mean, like they, they, they really showed you that you know women were capable of being more than just divas. You know, right? But I mean, TNA, TNA did it. I always thought that TNA at that time had a better women's division than WWE. I, I think the I, no- I think the knockouts were always better than the divas. I definitely agree. Um, because they were capable of like you know because I mean they're in that position to where. You know, if they wanted to make a living, they had to have those high-impact matches. And they always did, but they were always able to be sexy while doing it. So they had best of both worlds. They didn't have to have bra and panty matches and mud matches and shit to get over as being sexy. You know? I mean, definitely. Because to me, and I I tried to get uh, my girlfriend, because she's a big 
women's wrestling fan. I was like, you need to watch the knockouts. She's also a Tom Brady fan. I mean, nobody's perfect. That's true. I mean, David Arkell won this. Damn it. You're, you're as bad as, as Rosenberg bringing up Hulk Hogan should play everybody in a movie. No, but no, no, she, yeah, Liz, Liz should have checked, well, Mental Mary, let's, uh, let's not break kayfabe here. Oh, yeah. Um, no, she, I think she, I think she would get a kick out of, uh, the knockouts, especially a lot of the Gail Kim matches, I think Gail Kim had her best matches in TNA. I mean, she was pushed way better in TNA, mm-hmm. and when she was in WWE, like we were just talking about, it was a time of the good-looking diva. Yeah. Not the wrestler. You know, so, re- so we agree Gail Kim is ugly? I, I, I think she's cute. Uh, that's why you say to ugly people. <laughs> <laughs> All those women told me I was cute. I know. I had a dollar for every time. Oh, my I, God. I know, right? You're so cute, but I won't blow you. I know, wait, right? wait, wait, what? Like, exactly, right? So you look like your penis looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like hammered <laughs> I think that when... Uh, to me, yeah. when Natalia came up is when the women's division WWE started getting better and they started building the division there. See, I don't believe that. Well, I mean I think AJ. When AJ kinda like came into her own about that, I think that's when like women like really kinda came into like the division. Like where the women's division truly started, I think it started with AJ. I give you, I give you that. Yeah, keep in mind, Natalia's been there for almost a decade now, yeah. and like the first half issue was almost like manager like with uh, the uh, you know, kid and what's his face. Yeah, Davy, Davy Boy, yeah. uh, kid, the heart, uh, the heart dynasty. Right. And then even after that, I mean, like yeah, she was Divas champion, but I mean, like she didn't, ha- she didn't have the impact she has now. I think being like the actual veteran now, she could do a lot more. But I mean, like if you want to go back to that far, you could say Beth Phoenix kind of started it. Yeah, Beth Phoenix is definitely she, a wrestler. She she ran that shit like right after Lita and Trish left, and was scary and beautiful all at the same time. Yeah, I, I think it just really. Got, I think I mean I, I think it just comes down. Everyone's gonna have their own like idea of it. Like, you know, Trish and Lita started it, or you know, like you said, you think Natalia started it, you know, or AJ started it, or maybe it just started really when Paige came up and won the title that night. Or, you know, when, you know, the horsewoman showed up. I mean, like, the, the timelines are so skewed that unless you really go in, you can't really find that moment on, okay, when did the bra and panty matches end and when did the actual wrestling begin, you know? Yeah, when, when did we stop going out for a cigarette during the women's matches is, is really what it boils down to. Probably when Paige won the title then, if yeah. I had to think about it logically. Yeah. And, but, I mean, even then, they're still considered divas at that moment. That's true. They weren't women, I think, because, like, uh, was it last WrestleMania is when they crowned the women's champion? No, it was two WrestleManias Two ago. WrestleManias ago. Okay. Yeah, because that's when Charlotte got the uh, new title. Right. Okay. So two years ago is when they even became women, but Paige won it, like, three years ago. Like, the year before that, the year and a half before that, whatever it was. Uh, the WrestleMania. It had been, like. No, I thought she ran it on, on Raw. She won on the Raw the day after WrestleMania. Okay. But I can't remember if it was the year before that or two years before that. Like, how long ago. But, anyways. Uh, Ember Moon. Speaking of women wrestling. Ember Moon taking on... Uh, Segway. What the fuck is that? Shayna Baszler? I can't... I apologize to you, Shayna, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. 
Uh, that's that's on me. I think it's Shana. 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 I really don't know. It, Ember Moon versus uh, her. Ember Moon versus yeah. Her. That, that bitch looks scary. Yeah, she was uh she was the uh the ultimate fighter from the Mae Young Classic. Oh. Yeah. Which uh, if you get an opportunity, I think it it was either last week or the week before on NXT. Go back and watch her uh destroy I can't remember the uh I think it was the winner of the uh, Mae Young Classic. I can't remember um I can't remember her name. But she I think she was in that fatal four way for the title, the Ember Moon won. I see her like destroy that girl's arm. It was intense. Hmm. But, we, I, we, blah, blah blah blah. I mean, yeah, go, I mean, you can talk to. It's okay. <laughs> this is your show too. Oh yeah, I get, I get to talk. Come on, Robin, talk, what's up? Jump and G Wilkers, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I picked the last two first. Go ahead and pick that one. Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Yeah, I, th- I think ba- I think Bassler is still kind of too new in the company to. Uh, Get any any like any kind of push at the moment. I think Ember, I'll just choose Bastard to be a dick. So okay, yeah. I think Ember. I I, I believe Ember is really doing like a good a good job of like uh, holding the NXT Women's Division. Yeah, I think she's uh, great at it, and I think they're just gonna let her hold on to it probably just a little bit longer, and then kind of see like you know how and you know Bastard could eventually like you know hold that title. I just don't think yeah, I don't think she's ready yet. I don't think she's ready for uh, the next stage. I don't want to call it the big stage because obviously that's the E, but the next stage. The, so. the next match is what mostly is uh, appealing to me on this card. Yeah, well, and it's this should be the main event to me just because it's uh, it's a, it's one of those stipulation match. It's the only stipulation match on the card. Um, with NXT being in Philadelphia, they kind of want to grab those ECW roots. So they're taking uh, Alistair Black, taking on Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match, which, I mean, obviously, WWE Extreme Rules isn't compared to what ECW's Extreme Rules well, used yeah. to be. <laughs> but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to wonder if, like, maybe, like how we talked about a potential for ECW to be rebranded and relaunched on the, you know, the WWE Network, where, because they could potentially have better Extreme Rule matches now. You know, could this be an opening to show what they're capable of doing on the network? I mean, it, it's very possible. Um, and you have these two pretty much like top of their game athletes because I'm about to go at it, and anything counts anywhere. Yeah. Anything counts anywhere. Yeah. Anything counts anywhere except for pinfalls. Yeah. True. Yeah, I just love the hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a good thing we're not on camera. <laughs> I see. See, I can see this being like a good match for like Alistair Black because like I don't know too much about Adam Cole. I didn't follow a lot about Adam Cole. Um, still, to be honest, with him being in WWE, I still don't follow a lot of him. But uh, Adam Cole doesn't seem much like an Extreme Rules kind of guy, but Alistair Black does. Uh, yeah, based on just look. look oh, and appearance. oh, purely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm judging by looks. Absolutely, looks only. Oh, good. Judge that book. Fuck Judge yeah. that book. But, I mean, if you look at ring uh, ability, Alistair Black, I mean, he doesn't need a weapon. No. But. That dude's lethal as fuck, mm-hmm. man. When when your finisher is a straight kick to the face, you're, you're a badass. Oh, fuck yeah. So, 
I, so who are you going with? I mean, is the Undisputed Era going to help Adam Cole win? Is Adam Cole going to win his own? Is Alistair Black going to... I see Black winning. I think this is a, a platform for Black to move on to the title picture. Okay. I'm going to pick Adam Cole just to be different. I, I saw like I saw the Undisputed Era maybe coming out and helping, but I think I... Uh, yeah, I think, I think the Undisputed Era is going to come out and help. I think Alistair Black will try to do what he can against them. But I think uh, there's um, strength in numbers. So we'll see. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Undisputed Era will come out to help out uh, Adam Cole. And then you got the author of Pain who come out to kind of you know run a little defense. <laughs> turn into that that a, seems like a pretty lethal combination. Yeah. Alistair Black and the Arthur's of Pain, man. Yeah, yeah. turn that into a ma- oh uh, major like God. six-man tag. Who knows? I mean, that shit can happen. WWE, if you're listening. I know, right? I mean, fucking just hire us, man. Right? I could give you such a better 25-year anniversary of Raw. Oh, way better. Oh, I would have made uh, the Razor 1-2-3 kid uh, rematch. Fuck it. (laughs) I'll give you (laughs) $20,000 if you beat me. What's weird is um, when uh, Sean and Triple H came out, uh, you know, doing a DX thing, they announced that they didn't come alone. The road dog and you know Billy Gunn came out, and then they said, "Well, we didn't come alone." And then Xbox came out, and everyone's chanting one, two, three, and he kind of just says thank you, like he doesn't really acknowledge it because he's really wanting to like announce Razor Ramon coming up. I think it would be nice if they didn't announce Razor. Razor just came out, you know. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. So, but uh, he um. No, no. Did he do his thing? Did he do his little... No. No. No? No, fuck no. I don't think he can move like that anymore. <laughs> In fact, I don't... The only thing I remember him saying is, hey, yo. And then he got interrupted. And then the Balor Club came out, and they all kind of like two-sweeted there in the middle with each other. Aww. I know, right? It was a... It was a precious moment, to say the least. So... I mean, I did watch the, uh, the table for three, and I believe it was Finn Balor... And the Hardys, I think no. When he, the Kevin Nash, I think. No, AJ Styles and Kevin Nash. AJ Styles, Kevin Nash, and uh, X Pac. Yeah, when and you know Styles was asking how they felt about them, you know, using that. Wait, no, it wasn't X Pac. It was Shawn Michaels. Was it Shawn Michaels? I don't oh, remember. Fuck. I'll look. Just keep talking. I'll look. So and I mean. Styles was asking, you know, how they felt about them using it, and Nash was like, they didn't care. They thought it was awesome that it was being passed down to another generation. That way, you know, it, it just lived on. Uh, they didn't really mention about how they had ceased and desisted uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> which I don't think they should have done. I think if something like that, that your company started and keeps going, if somebody looks that up, it brings it back to your company. So no matter what, you're getting the, uh, oh, God, respect or due to creating that. Just I know you're, someone I, doesn't suck it, I know you know. you're thinking by camera with the name of it. Yeah, but when, I mean, when you mentioned um, WWE creating it, it wasn't so much WWE creating it, it was actually a click thing. Right. Before, like, even WWE. But WWE's going to take the credit for that being... WWE takes credit for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they created the cage match, you know? <laughs> um, Yeah, let me see here. Where is it at? 
I'm a big fan of the table for three, but I do uh, I do pick and choose which ones I want to watch. I haven't just watched them all. I watch them all. And uh, I gotta say, I can't find it. No, don't know where it's at. I don't know. You know, I'm going to have to pause it to look. I found it. Found it. It was actually back in April. I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah, I mean... I don't. Yeah. I don't keep up with the show like that. I just mm-hmm. watch it here and there. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it actually kind of works out. I like. So it was Nash, uh, Michaels, and AJ Styles. Right. But I really didn't realize it till just now. But that's WWE, WCW, and TNA. Right. So that's pretty fun. Cool. Uh, Table Three is actually a pretty good show. I definitely recommend watching it. And it's on WWE Network for nine ninety nine. For just nine ninety nine. I also saw. Um. I think it, I can, it was sometime last week that signing up for Duddy Network now it gives you two free months instead of the original one free month. Yeah, two free months of. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy with that. I've been paying for a subscription since the damn thing came open. I know. Duddy should sponsor us. They should sponsor us. Yeah, we do talk about them a lot. Like, or at least more, give us free network. Yeah, more than we wanted to. So a lot more than we wanted to. A lot to. more than we wanted to. <laughs> so. But yeah, now check yeah check out Table for Three. It's awesome, and you know make sure you got the Indian Network to see the Royal Rumble and NXT Takeover. Wow, that's not Canadian. NXT Takeover, eh? Holy shit! Look at me go. Method actor. The method actor. Oh yeah. Throw Get me, yourself some maple syrup. Throw me in it. <laughs> yeah, another shrimp on the Bobby. See that's Australian. God, I'm all over the fucking world. Jesus, that coffee must be kicking in now. Yeah, easy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, last match on the match card. And that's one thing I like about NXT, too. I mean, they, got, they give you five matches. I think it's only an hour and a half or two hours long. I think it's two hours long. But they fill those two hours, like, with just five matches to where you look at the fucking Royal Rumble or WrestleMania shit, and they give you, like, 15 fucking matches like five of them pre-shows. This is the pre-pre-show? This pre-pre-pre-show? is the pre-pre-pre-pre-show. Yeah. This one's going to be on Monday Night Raw, but it's a pre-show. What? <laughs> Post-shows now. Um, Andre Cien Almas, who is your current NXT champion, taking on Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. I think it's Gargano's time. The The way things have been flowing. Why? Why does that have to be his time? Why not? Come on. He he just had the the fatal four victory. He got himself into the fatal four. He's a, he's been on a roll. CN can't hold her forever. Oh God, no, definitely not. But I mean, Gargano, really? Why not? I don't know. Kind of looks like a an aged Frodo. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I mean, he was the. He was the other guy in DIY. He was the other guy in DIY. Yeah, yeah where's the other guy in DIY? He's injured. Because <laughs> he puts his body on the line and shit. Well, he's a wrestler. He doesn't have to... Nah. Not... I, I like watching Johnny wrestle. Mm. Doesn't he do that middle rope thing? I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not, I haven't bought into him yet. You haven't bought into him? No. Like, a lot, a lot of it's like, it, it sounds like hype to me. I can't even give him credit for the fate of four-way victory because if it wasn't for the Undisputed Era, Aleister Black would have probably won. I mean, he probably won, though, because of storylines and shit, but... 
don't know. Johnny Wrestling. So is that who you're, you're going to uh, go that's with? That's it. Him? I'm going to go with Johnny Wrestling. Go with Johnny Wrestling. Uh, I'm We're so with, high tech here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Almas. Almas. Dump on my pen and post it note. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> it, man. Yeah. So simplicity is uh, key. T versus D. T versus D. That's right. All right, so I picked up Venereal Disease, Undisputed Era, Ember Moon, Cole, and Almas. You got uh, Ono, Authors of Pain. Uh, Bassler, I, got, I, I gotta listen for her name. Shina? Maybe it's Shina. Maybe Shina? Shayna. Shayna? Maybe it's Shayna. Shayna sounds more accurate. Uh, Alistair Black and uh, Johnny Wrestling. So, this is actually the first card we've ever made where each of our picks are different. So, good job. So, there will be a decisive a winner. winner. Yeah. Odd number of matches, fuck yeah. Unless one of those matches turn out to be uh, a double count out. <laughs> double count out, we tie. Right? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> it's like, God. He's turning events are just as bad as one even our cat. Oh, I'm not sure if you noticed, but this whole being high tech with the post-it notes... I know I saw I saw that earlier. I was oh, like, "Oh man, we we're gonna be doing hella fucking." I know. Uh, There's a lot of predictions. Well, because the Sam's Clubs are closing down in the area, so my yeah. mom went shopping, and she's like, "Hey, you know, do you need anything while I'm out here?" And I'm trying to think of shit I need around my desk. You know, like I definitely need a stapler. You know, a nameplate. A nameplate. <laughs> and I was like, "See if you got any poses. I'm running out of poses." Like, yeah, they got poses. I'm like, "Cool, just grab me a pack of them." I didn't realize it was that fucking thing. I thought it was like. <laughs> You know, like, like a couple few packs now. Uh, everything at Sam's Club comes 10 times bigger than what you needed. Yep, 27 pads of uh, notepads, so <laughs> we're going to we're gonna be good on predictions, posts. <laughs> all, all over uh, the room. Hell yeah. Your white room is going to become yellow posty notes. This white room is going to be filled with uh, wrestling memorabilia once I start up the uh, Wrestle Club. I'm so excited for February. I mean, I'm bummed that I have to wait till February 11th to register for it, but I'm really excited when I do. That's awesome. So I'm super excited for that. But I'm also super excited because it's going to give fans an opportunity to, like, you know, interact with us more. And it's going to give us an opportunity to do more for the show. Like, you know, Facebook Lives where we do the unboxings and we put the sh- uh, the pictures of the uh, stuff inside the box on Instagram. And who knows, maybe even moving into, you know, YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's going to help us grow as a, as a podcast. But it's going to help grow our interaction with our fans as well. So I'm Can't all listen to the next generation of JFW. Yeah. I think we're trying to work out some things where potentially maybe you are getting a different box on your end. So we'll kind of see how that goes too. A box. Yeah. I was actually, I almost got the Adidas Slam Crate a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I almost went for both. Ooh. I was trying to justify it. And I think I might be able to. I think I might be able to. I don't know. Travis, he's drinking tap water. <laughs> Travis, he's eating pedigree food. <laughs> All right, letter E. Road to WrestleMania. Royal Rumble. This Sunday. Technically tomorrow. Technically Cause, tomorrow. Because yeah. this show is coming out today. So we could do, uh, yeah, it's coming out today. It should be out in a few hours from where we're recording right now. So it's going to be a good day. Royal Rumble's coming up. 
They uh, didn't. I think they announced uh, some of the pre matches uh, yesterday, actually. Which yet again, another title is being defended on a fucking pre show. Yep. So uh, real quick, um, the original matchups and everything included Enzo Amore taking on Cedric Alexander uh, in a cruiserweight t- uh, championship. Uh, fortunately, it does not look like Enzo is going to be able to make it. <laughs> Uh, also, we're supposed to have the uh, finals tournament uh, for the U.S. title for Jinder Mahal and uh, Bobby Roode, but obviously that happened uh, last week on SmackDown. SmackDown. So instead, what we got here is three pre-show matches, and then we have six main uh, main show uh, matches. So we'll do what we always do. We'll start with the pre-show. Bobby Roode, who is the current U.S. champion. Against uh, TBD. <laughs> so, I don't know much about TBD. <laughs> T- I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guess he's an indie guy. He might be an indie guy. Probably a local kind of a put over uh, Bobby Roode. Maybe he's tag team partners with Bankit. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Probably the other guy of that tag team, yeah. though. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what TBD stands I'm for. I'm pretty sure we're both going to pick Bobby Roode. I don't know, man. You, you really going to take the mystery partner? The mystery opponent? What if that mystery opponent's EC3? I still pick Bobby Roode. If you have... Well, I'm just saying. If, I I, I want to pick Bobby Roode. But when you look at the TBD, it could be anybody, man. And if you bring just anyone right into the main roster, I am a real American, right? Like, yeah, and obviously it's not going to be Hulk Hogan because they don't want <laughs> they don't want that racist back. But Mister America, <laughs> right? Huh? Oh Jesus! Right? I mean, come on! Oh man! They can bring back Mister America. It's Hulk Hogan who's the racist. It's David Arquette. It's going to be David Arquette, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it, it's really hard to like say, oh, it's definitely going to be by root. Because if it, if it was somebody... I'm going to say it has to be somebody brand new is coming into the the roster. James Storm. I can see... Oh my God, can you imagine that match? Could you imagine the pop? If it's James Storm, I'm going to be upset because it's not on like the pay-per-view. Right. That they pre-showed it. Because, I mean, I, I don't watch the pre-show matches. I'll be completely honest. I don't. I'm probably going to have to watch now, to, you know, because I'm a huge Bobby Roode fan. I mean, I fucking mark for Bobby Roode. Yeah, we, I mean, we've been following Bobby Roode yeah. for a while. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. So, you're going to go with Bobby Roode? I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. Okay, I'm going to go with TBD. Just, uh, just on the off chance it's somebody new. And uh, they want to give a... It's going to be Dolph Ziggler. It could be. could be Dolph. <laughs> it's going to be a mass Dolph Ziggler. It's going to be a mass Dolph Ziggler. It's going to be the Canadian kid. The Canadian kid. Because <laughs> the Miz wants to win the U.S. title, too. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Who knows? Maybe TBD could be Dolph Ziggler to win the title back, and Bobby Roode goes into the Royal Rumble, wins, and faces Styles at WrestleMania. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the possibilities are endless in that one. I don't know how you pick how you pick a Royal Rumble winner. 
All right, anyways, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are taking on The Revival. I got The Revival. You got The Revival? The Revival's just on that hot streak. They're coming back, so they're looking to break some teeth. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to pick Revival, too. I'm going to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick what you picked. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I, I think, I think with The Revival finally being healthy, you know, knock on wood, not to fucking jinx them. Right. You know, they're finally going to get that push that, you know, that they needed. And it's, I think this could potentially be one of the few tag teams, if I recall, and I could be wrong, that actually work on the main roster. I mean, American Alpha's not together anymore. Nope. No, the Wyatts aren't together anymore. Nope. I mean, they're kind of back together now, but as the Bludgeon Brothers, and it took a few years. Um, oh, what was your team? I was just thinking of Blake and Murphy. Right, the original tag team that came up from NXT, but they're not even there anymore. I was gonna say, yeah, they're barely uh, a remembrance in my mind. Oh yeah, I mean they they haven't they haven't been on NXT uh, um, taping since October. So yeah, so I mean, like I mean, I I think the revival could be the one uh, tag team that really like, sticks through. You know, Ryder and Mojo Raleigh, same thing. You know, they they came up, they were tagged, they were the Hype Bros in NXT, they came to be the Hype Bros in SmackDown, but now they're not together. Anymore. That was destined to fail. Yeah, I mean, it was Ryder. Sorry. He's no David Arquette. <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you think Zach feels knowing that Arquette's held a higher prestige title <laughs> than he did? <laughs> Ryder had the internet title. How do, you, how do you think Ryder feels knowing that Hawkins is more over than him because he has 171 straight <laughs> losses? Who are they gonna Who are they gonna give that? <laughs> like who are they gonna give that win to? You know what I mean? Oh god, Ellsworth. Ellsworth. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hold off on the Rumble matches. Oh, and well, you, we got this six man tag team here. That's pre-show. Yeah, God. I th- I think this should have been a six-man elimination match for the cruiserweight title. Right. Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik are taking on TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Come on, you gotta admit, like not not wrestling ability, but like those like like little His gimmick little quirks. Yeah, yeah, in the background with the you know when fucking Enzo you know was flirting with Nia and shit. Do you think Nia knew that Enzo was a rapist before she started hitting <laughs> on him? I think maybe she was gonna rape him. Right, I kind of saw the signs. Like I can, I can, I can, I can fight him off, but. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I mean, the Jackie, um, the Gulak, the Drew Gulak stuff that he did during that stuff was pretty fucking funny. I, I liked when Enzo couldn't talk and go go away, Alexa. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't remember saying Alexa. So no. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, you were saying. Before that bitch interrupted us. <laughs> Fucking cunt. <laughs> Go make me a sandwich, Alexa. 
when when Gulak when, en- <laughs> when Enzo couldn't talk and Gulak had to do his intro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I I can see him like having like a main role on two hundred five. Not so much being champion right now, but like a main role. But I mean, like, I like Gentleman Jack too, though. I, I I like. There's a lot of people in two hundred five live that I enjoy, but they're they're just not doing something right. And I heard uh, was it um, this coming week in two hundred five live they're announcing an actual general manager. Yeah. I wonder who that could be. Oh, it's, it doesn't matter. Two hundred five live. I mean, like they they really fucking shit the bed on two hundred five live. It just it's not getting over like they wanted to, and you can't put it on like SmackDown ends at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay, and then you're gonna put it on from nine to ten. It should have gone on Thursdays. It should have gone on Thursdays. Should have gone on Thursdays, or even maybe sometime during the weekend. No, Thursday. Why put it on the weekend? It just to break it up a little bit. So what do you do during the weeks when NXT TakeOver is on Saturday and the pay-per-view is on Sunday? Well, fuck 205 Live. They already oh, exactly. suck it up anyway. Well, fucking 205 Live now, right? I mean, <laughs> it's a real David Arquette of a situation. This is just as bad as the pun apocalypse we had. <laughs> All right, yeah. I should just start making a, like a, like a, a slash mark count for how many times I reference our cat. Oh, my God. But, no, it's... I think I think Thursday. If they did Thursday at 7, I think it would get a lot more viewing. Now you're, like, getting wrestling throughout the entire fucking week. So when you have, like, those main pay-per-view months, like Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, WrestleMania... SummerSlam and everything, you have six days of wrestling. Pay-per-view on Sunday, Raw on Monday, SmackDown Jesus. on Tuesday, NXT on Wednesday, 205 Live on Thursday. You're off on Friday, but, you know, it's, you have the NXT, well, actually, NXT table will be finally Saturday. But, I mean, I think it works better that way. I think if people, I think more people watch, like, at 7 p.m. on a weekday because they don't want to stay up until, like, 9 o'clock to watch it. They have to get up in the morning. Or kids 100%. have to go to school and most, shit. Most people... I mean, I don't, <laughs> but a lot of people watch the news. The news starts at nine, goes yeah. to eleven. You know, you can switch channels, and then starts at ten on another channel. I just think most people watch the news or switch the channel, or the kids go to bed at that time and they want to watch something mm-hmm. more adult. Or, I mean, I know for us, it's like put on Criminal Minds or some shit. And so I'm not gonna sit there and bust out the WWE network after watching TV when I got the TV right there. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, and you're absolutely right. So they need to change the time of it. What well, would be awesome if they did revive ECW and put that on Fridays? Oh, my God. Five days of fucking wrestling every single week. But I don't know. Like this maybe, would change to a two-hour show. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Rey Mysterio will be the new GM. I heard there were talks of him coming back. Ooh. But, I mean, I don't see him being like an in-ring GM. So if he did come back, Chavo, I can see Chavo coming back. You think you think you think it'd be a uh, cruiserweight? I'm saying GM. I know, but do you do you see it being a cruiserweight coming as a GM for it? I would think so. Yeah, it's it's the great Muda. Great Muda. The great Muda. (laughs) It's gonna be a big show. It's gonna be Enzo. (laughs) (laughs) 
My name is Eric Arndt. Right? He fucking screws on over on Tyler. Like, you just raped me on my... Oh. Big Cass. <laughs> you hear him and Carmella broke up? Really? Yeah. Little, a little behind the scenes uh, news there. Yeah, they, they broke up. So, uh, you're... Your Queen of Staten Island's uh, available. <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I feel like she'd hurt me. God, yeah. In so many ways, I'd probably enjoy. Well, how, what do you think of her um, her finishing choke? That wrapping her legs around, like, the neck choke. It's like a goofy-looking triangle choke kind of thing. You ever seen her finish her? I don't think I've seen it. You don't see it too much because she never really wins, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a... Oh, <laughs> that was a long way to take a shot at her. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to take a shot at her. It just came to me. Because... <laughs> um, anyways, Kalisto... Lynn Dorado and Grand Metalik are taking on TJP, Jack Alher, and Ju Gulak. Who's winning? Fuck if I know. This is I know, that's why I kind of forgot all about this one and kind of want to skip to the main show. But Let's, no. go, let's go to the Kalisto team. Yeah? I'm going to team Kalisto. I like Kalisto. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, TJP. Suicide. Suicide. And I should post it. I need two posters oh, for this man. bad boy. I know, right? Good thing we got this industrial sized post-it notes over here. I think we can get like a whiteboard to put right there. Maybe a cork board. No, not cork. I want white. I want I, I, it's your house, bro. You, Fuck you yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Every room in this room. I'm going to tell you how to live. Yeah, we can just put a whiteboard right there. Yeah. Leave that wall open for uh, autographs and shit. Pictures with superstars. I can't afford to go to shows to get pictures <laughs> with superstars. And I'm pretty sure fucking Hulk Hogan's not walking into fucking local pits on Burkhats, you know? Hulk Hogan charges $100 for a fucking autograph and a picture. Right. He can go fuck himself. It ain't the 80s. Like on the beach. Oh, can I get my autograph? Yeah. Fuck this leather skin turtle. All right, so. <laughs> All right. Usos uh, taking on Chad Gable and Sean Benjamin at two out of three falls for the tag team championships. Mm. So you're picking the Usos. <laughs> Ooh, so. Nah. Ooh, uh, who are you picking? Usos. Yeah, I'm picking the Usos. Yeah. Right, I'm going to pick Gable and Benjamin. I, I could see it going either way, really. It, it could go either. I mean, it definitely could. I mean, obviously, the Usos has more chemistry, not only being, you know, tag team partners for so long, but, you know, literally being twin brothers. Right. But I think they're I think they're looking to push Chad and Benjamin a lot more. And I think with their heel uh, run here, I think, it, I think that opens up the possibility to, like, you know, be like a better tag team, like right now, like them being a better bad tag team, not better tag team overall. Because I mean, obviously, you know, SmackDown has a lot of great tag teams, right. and Gable and Benjamin are on top of that. But 
I don't know. I think I think I think they will take it. I think they'll cheat to do it because I mean that's what heels do. Win the win. Yeah. Uh, Jordan and Rollins taking on uh, the Bar in the a bar. regular in a regular tag team title match. All right. Well, I I chose last one first. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Rollins and Jordan. Well, I'll go with the bar. I think Jordan's gonna fuck it up. I think uh, I think Jordan's gonna cheat to win. Ooh. I mean, we saw what he did uh, in the uh, Rollins Balor match. He tripped uh, Balor, mm-hmm. causing the awesome return of the curb stomp. So I think now they're gonna. I think they're gonna slowly turn him into a heel. And I think he's going to cheat with like either a low blow or an eye gouge or something to pull in the tights. Yeah, something, something to show a win. Right. Uh, AJ defending his championship in a handicap match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I got Owens and Zayn. You got Cammy. Cammy. Got Cammy. Seven. Seven. What was Styles? Done a seven. What? Sammy plus Kevin. Seven. So I'm picking Styles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it only works when you do it, huh? AJ Styles made up Cammy. I didn't make up Cammy. Oh, really? Watch SmackDown once, you fuckhead. Hey, man, I, 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 I didn't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> this was two weeks ago. Oh. Uh, it might have been high. Who knows? <laughs> AJ made up Cammy, but he like really like ran with it. It's gonna call Cammy. It's Cammy. Kevin. Sammy. Cammy. I'm like, hey, calm down, fucking father. He's up. Father. Fucking, fucking dad joke bullshit. Um, I don't know. I think. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think Kevin and Owens? Is it just a numbers game, or I'm thinking the numbers game. I also think it's a better story. They have Kevin and Sammy win. And then, like I had said before, that they then they have to fight to see who is WWE champion, and whoever wins with that will face AJ at WrestleMania. So is it safe to assume if Owens and Zayn win the championship, is that going to make uh, it more logical for a Raw guy to win the Royal Rumble? I mean, yeah. we kind of know who's going to win it. Yeah. I mean, we're both pretty much on the same page with the winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I, I think, like, the way I see it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back to it when we get to the men's right. Royal Rumble. But uh, Lesnar taking on Strowman and King. Lesnar. Lesnar. I don't want him to win. I want Lesnar to go away, honestly. But. I'm, I'm going to pick Strowman. I'm going to Strowman. All right. 2018 Men's Royal Rumble. 30 men entering the ring. You know, we got, you know, obviously you know, we got two minutes starting now. I think every two minutes, uh, next guy enters. The people who are already declared themselves in the Royal Rumble, we got Elias, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, Aiden English, Apollo Crews, Tyus O'Neill, The Miz, Ty Dillinger, Biggie, Kobe Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Roman Reigns. Obviously, uh, there's a lot open for uh, NXT guys. Um, maybe some surprise returns or surprise debuts. If you had to guess, 
like who would be who would be your most shocking but unlikely uh return? Let's do shocking and unlikely before we do like returns uh, or shocking and unlikely. Like shocking, like either way, debut, return, whatever. What what uh, entrant would be like? You know, you would never see it happening, but it could happen. Hmm. <laughs> David Arquette. Really? <laughs> no. I know, but I mean, like, I, I'm surprised it's like this hard for you to answer. Like, I like, knew return. Yeah, de- debut, return. I mean, whatever. I mean, I knew De- him. Debut EC3. What about return? Return? Probably a big cast. I'm really surprised by that answer. Why? Punk. Oh, that would be... You're about to, I mean, there's rumors. I mean, obviously, they're all rumors, but I mean, like, that's a that's a shocking, like, return. Cass ain't going to be back until after WrestleMania. That I know of. Really? Yeah, he's out for at least nine months, and yeah, he's, he's definitely not going to come back until after uh, WrestleMania. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you wouldn't say punk right off the bat, man. I, I, you know, I. How many times have I heard the punk return stories? That I just, I can't believe. You always assume it's going to be the best surprise in the world. But when that best surprise in the world hasn't happened yet, yeah, it, it just goes away. Yeah, how many times have you seen Santa drop your gifts off? Uh, yeah. Fucking not Santa. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, EC three would be an awesome uh, entrant into it. And see, that's the weird thing too is like you know you they mentioned uh, EC three showing up at developmental, but they don't say anything about signing him. Right. They do mention signing War Machine and Ricochet. I mean, could they possibly you know be you know in in the Royal Rumble? It's crazy. It's. How do you know Big Cass? I thought Big Cass, he's, he's been gone for a while, though. Yeah. So he's he's still not going to be around? No, oh, he got injured around SummerSlam. He's going to be out for nine months. Yeah. So, unless he's able to make, like, a, a re, uh, you know, like a fucking, like, prayed by God kind of recovery. I just, I don't see it, especially for an ACL. I I just figured he'd been back. I know Ambrose isn't going to be back until probably after WrestleMania. Oh, he definitely, yeah. He's not going to be back until after WrestleMania. Yeah. Cass won't be back until after WrestleMania. I, I think I think I kind of like figured that out on Total Divas because I, I was watching it. They they finally aired the episode that was recorded during the time he got injured, which was roughly around SummerSlam. I think they said that he would be out for a minimum of nine months. And SummerSlam was one in August. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at May, June. Before he comes back. Man, that's so sad. I like Ambrose. No, I'm talking about Cass. I'm not talking about Ambrose right uh-huh. now. I thought you, should, you just said Ambrose. No, I didn't. Well, you said Ambrose. Sorry. Yeah. No, Ambrose should be back. I mean, Ambrose should only be out for like four months. He should be back after WrestleMania. He's definitely not going to make WrestleMania. He should be back after WrestleMania. Yeah, because they, they have him scheduled for all access the day mm-hmm. of WrestleMania, which they normally don't do with people who are performing at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, so... Um. So there's 18 guys who have been declared for the Royal Rumble, which means you got 12 openings for you know future or you know potential debuts, potential returns, um, you know one off kind of things. I mean, do you, do you think do you, can you think of a legend who may show up in the uh... Tatanka? <laughs> I I could see maybe maybe Nash showing up. 
No, not Ash. No? No, he just had knee surgery. You really got to get up on the news, bro. I thought he had the knee surgery. He, he If he can't travel to the 25, 25th anniversary of Raw, I think he's actually going to step in that ring. Where'd he go, Robin? <laughs> not Batman yet. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't see Kevin Nash really being part of Royal Rumble anymore. I mean, he, he's been a surprise entrance. At least three times. And that's yeah, not that's when you can part yeah. of the memory. Um, I would love to see like maybe Scott Hall run in there, but I think like after like everything he's been through, I don't think he really has the capability to do that. Uh Vader, I think, still could do it. Uh, Vader's in bad shape from the last I heard. Is he? Yeah. Oh, they better get him in the Royal Rumble or the um Hall of Fame then. I don't know. Dudley's maybe. Dudley they could see. I know D Von's around M V P he was at the 25th anniversary of Raw. Uh, how, how was that? I didn't even see him. I didn't even hear nothing about him. He, they, all they did was just play a poker game. You know, the APA was in the back, in the back playing poker with uh, Slater and um, Rhino. The Million Dollar Man showed up. Then the MVP showed up. Fucking Boogeyman was there. Coach was there. Teddy know. Long was there. Boogeyman. It's so funny that Vince likes Boogeyman that much. Boogeyman could be a uh, surprise entrant. Boogeyman could be a surprise entry. Um, okay, so what about uh, NXT guys coming up? Sanity. Sanity. All of them? Yeah, why not? I see Eric Young, but I don't see the other two. I see, okay, so if they do it and they bring Eric Young first, and then I see whatever show he goes to, then he brings the rest of Sanity with him. Oh, yeah, I think when they get caught up to the main roster, I think he brings it with, but I think when it comes to just... The um, the Royal Rumble itself, I I don't think they take up three spots for all of Sandy. I think it would just be uh, Eric Young coming up. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, I can see being part of it. Alistair Black, I can see being part of it. Um, but all right, so who's winning the uh, Royal Rumble? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. And who's your dark horse? Miz. Miz. All right. I'm also going with Roman because we kind of agreed like that's just going to happen. But my dark horse is going to be Elias. That's a man. You're picking a super dark horse. I, there's just there's something about the guy that like it. I mean, he has the look that I know Vince goes for. Um, He did have that um encounter with uh, John Cena, 25th anniversary of Raw. Where John Cena interrupted his plan, they got into a fight. John Cena was about to AA him, and then he slid out, low blowed him, and hit him with a guitar. So you're gonna see an Elias John Cena match coming up soon. Um, but I don't know I think I think I think Elias is gonna win just for the fact, and obviously you don't know this because you don't watch Total uh, Divas, but the Miz's daughter is supposed to be born three days before WrestleMania. Oh, Jesus. Her due date's three days before WrestleMania. So, I definitely don't think the Miz is going to win just because, like, I think when he has that kid, he's going to need time off, and you're not going to, you know, have the champion have time off. Really? The the champion will have to be at the show all That's the right. time? If you're not Brock Lesnar, you do. Because that hasn't been happening so far. <laughs> um, I. So probably the most exciting thing about the evening, I mean, even compared to the 30-man Royal Rumble, is the 30-women Royal Rumble.
which a lot of people are saying that this may be like the end of the show. This may be the last show or last match of the show. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be either. I think that, well, I definitely think the championships will be, but I think, well, everyone's saying that the guys will rumble what happened before the women's will rumble on the show. But as of right now, we got Naomi, Asuka, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Carmella, Tamina, Lana, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Lisa Fox, and Dana Brooke all making their announcement into the uh, first ever 30 women uh, Royal Rumble. So real quick, um, surprise returns, um, surprise debuts. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think the surprise returns are really that big of a surprise. I think you're going to see Lita. I think you're going to see um, Trish Stratish. Stratish. I knew what you meant. Surprise debut. Rosemary. Be cool. Yeah. You think LaRue might be, uh, or LaRae might be? uh... I think she might be in it, but I don't think it'll be. She won't win. Yeah, she's not going to win. But I mean, like maybe I mean maybe that's what the del- uh, that they got to del- uh, developmental so early is so, you know, they can make sure she is familiar with the WWE aspect of everything to be part of you know this this uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely see Ember Moon coming up and being part of the Royal Rumble. Um, Nikki Nikki Cross coming up and being part of it. Trish Stratus and Lita are probably the top um, two. I think would definitely be in it. Tori Wilson was at 25th anniversary, and she looks in great shape. Kelly Kelly uh, was there. She looked like she was in great shape. I heard Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool is probably Michelle McCool is probably more likely than even Trish and Lita. Trish, let's see. Trish dyed her hair blonde. Last time she was on, she was brown. But I think maybe she's dying it blonde to get back to like that original Trish look. Hmm. Oh, Trish just come in, and Mickey makes out with her again. Because that's what they did last time they were in the ring together. All right. right. <laughs> um, uh, so who's your who's your definite pick and who's your uh, dark horse? I got Asuka, and then dark horse will be Nia Jax. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Asuka. And um, originally my dark horse is going to be Ronda Rousey. Because I hear a lot of people saying that she's going to be the winner. But I'm going to pick uh, my girl Becky. Just because uh, I think... is that, I don't want pick, I don't want you to assume I'm picking her just because I'm like... She's my favorite. <laughs> Madly in love with her? And, uh, um, I'm picking her because I know her and Charlotte put on great matches. And I think that could be a WrestleMania type match. I see it being a SmackDown uh, star. Because of Charlotte Flair being champion. So I'm going to pick Becky as my dark horse. All I know is that I think if they have Ronda Rousey win, if she's in it, I think that would be like a real like bed shitter, like uh, when Ellsworth grabbed the belt, uh, the case. I think that'd be one of those uh, like Batista moments when Batista run the Royal Rumble last time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, it's cool to see Batista, but fuck him, we don't want him to win. No, God no. Oh shit! Look at that. All right, let's um. So we got our we got our predictions. I threw it on the uh, the wall of travesty there. <laughs> uh, let's uh, before we close out the show, let's dive into your match of the week. So match of the week because it is Royal Rumble Rican. I, Rican. 
I did choose, I believe it is the 1992 Royal Rumble. or not, It's somewhere in that Attitude Era where you had the nice mixture of these guys coming up and the nice mixture of the, the legends, or the now legends, that came together. Obviously, I can't tell you who won, um, but it, it was somebody's first win. That's all I can give you. And the spots were just amazing, and it's considered one of the top ten best Royal Rumbles of all time. Nice. I, don't know, I forget what year it is, but I, I want to say 92. I could be very wrong. Ah, well, not better. You'll find out what it is because we will post it on Facebook like we do with all the other ones. Right. Um, it's going to be posted today yes, on the uh, 27th because the show's going to be posted today on the 27th. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... Think it's time to ring bell on this episode? No, not yet. No? No. Why? So we got to plug our social media, fuck. Well, yeah, wait hop till... to it, damn it. You don't say there's anything else until I ask you if there's anything else. Oh. We have been doing this for 28 episodes. I mean, I still got to fuck shit up. God. Oh. <laughs> I, I fucking love, Robin. I love pissing you off. You fucking jobber. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, check it out. Make sure you're watching NXT TakeOver. If you're watching this after this weekend, go back, go on Lady Network, watch NXT TakeOver. Um, the guys put on great matches. I always recommend checking it out. And then make sure you check out the Royal Rumble too. Hope to God Roman doesn't win. But you know what? If Braun, re- if uh, Brock retains the title, and AJ Styles uh, wins, guaranteed Roman's gonna uh, oh, yeah. win the Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, yeah. If, anyways. Um, but yeah, no the um, the match of the week we posted on uh, Facebook, which you can find us at JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling, as well as you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys have any questions, recommendations uh, for the show that you want us to talk about, or if you have any questions for us, you can email us at jfwpodcast@yahoo.com, or you know send us a message on Facebook. Now, do you have anything? Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode. Of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.